0: everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. Today, we're looking at Psalm 106 and 107. So the reading is a little longer than yesterday. <laughs> There's more than, more three, than three verses. <laughs> I uh,
0: liked it short and
1: sweet. Nice. You like that? Three yeah. verse. We'll see how it goes today. Um, it seems like the theme in both of these Psalms, they are different, but it seems like, um, one of the things that's highlighted is God's love for his people, uh, God's desire to keep his promises and the fact that we can call out when we're like in trial, in tribulation, in struggle, and God will hear us and turn to us.
0: I think 106 is a little bit more of that historical piece where it's just kind of taking us through what Israel had experienced, um, whether it be them being turned over to their enemies or whatever. But there are some of those reflections of what you were talking about, of them calling out to God, like, oh, please save us from our hunger, save us from our enemies, Um, and he extends grace and mercy to them. And then the chapter that you read, 107, I think attributes a little bit more of those... Pieces that you were talking about just now. Like yeah, it's
1: a little bit more present. One hundred and seven. More
0: specific examples of specific groups calling out.
1: So it seemed like when after, when we finished reading it, you seemed like you resonated with one hundred and six a little bit more.
0: Simply because it was like, oh, okay, this is God showing His mercy, or you can look back and see those situations of God showing his mercy to the people.
1: It felt like to me 106 sort of feels like those sweeping, I mean it is, it's a historical psalm. Mm. So those sweeping accounts of what mm-hmm. God has done.
0: I think better better yet, the commentary or like the little footnotes of our Bible uh kind of helped me to see it in that yeah. way better because again, yes, we're like just looking back again, retelling the same old um but it's a good perspective of God showing mercy.
1: It's interesting how the psalmist reframes some of these events that we've read. So, like, if you've been on this journey with us the whole time, like, you recognize these stories. We've read over these things before. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at Psalm 106, 32, they angered him at the waters of Mirabah and went ill with Moses on their account, for they made his spirit bitter, and he spoke rashly with his lips. At Mirabah, that's where he was supposed to speak to the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he didn't. And... <laughs> He got punished for that.
0: Well, he also, like, he kind of fussed at them, too. Like, you're making me so irritated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going to
0: smack this rock now. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel bad for him.
1: But it feels like, to me, this psalm also gives a little bit more context to what the people in the psalmist's time believed about those that came into the promised land. It says in verse 37... Uh, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. Mm-hmm. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols at Canaan. We have talked before about how God wanted the Israelites to judge the Canaanites and utterly destroy the Canaanites because they had become so wicked. The things that they were doing were so evil um, that God's like grace, His long suffering, came to an end. And they needed to be judged for what they were doing. And so here the psalmist is saying they were, in fact, uh, murdering their children to honor an idol, a demon, a false god uh, that was the the god of Canaan. And so gross. And because of that, God's anger was kindled against his people. Guess what? Uh, if you're living your life today, my guess is you don't ever want it to be true of you that God's anger is kindled against you. That seems like bad news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not good. Uh, But it's really interesting. Verse 44, Nevertheless, he looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according Mm -hmm. to the abundance of his steadfast love. It, It is impossible to actually read the Old Testament and not see that God is gracious and compassionate and merciful to his people.
0: Well, especially when you consider, like, what happens in the New Testament, too, like, He's so gracious. Even after all that. Yeah. Jesus is still on his way. Yeah. Like that's pretty intense. The
1: ultimate redemptive act mm-hmm. to become a human, to give his life for our sake, to be our ultimate atonement so that we can have a right relationship with God. Um, so yeah. What do, you, what do you, how about like a, your part for today?
0: Um, I think it would just go back to like, think of your own testimony Of And, like, testimonies don't just stop. I used to think I always had, like, testimonies kind of, like, in a box of, like, oh, this is me then. Um, Because we're still learning and growing into who God created us to be even after your salvation. Um, So it's interesting to look back to see, like, even over the last year, like, how has God extended his grace to you? And remembering those times and telling others about those times um, can really— firm up your own faith, but also encourage others in theirs as well. So look for those opportunities to reflect um, on how God has been gracious and merciful to you and what that looks like to share that with others to hopefully um, encourage them in their walk as well.
1: I think think another one today is extra credit uh, you get to your parts. What? Um, If God relented from his wrath for people who were sacrificing their kids
0: to false gods,
1: Uh, you are not too far from God to repent and be restored to right relationship with God. I do not care what you've been doing.
0: It reminds me of Caesarea Philippi.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's wild stuff that happened there. Um, but God over and over and over, and the Bible over and over and over shows us that God has a extreme mercy for very evil people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so one of the things that satan tries to do is convince us that whatever sin you committed is too bad and too far and that keeps you out of the love of god that is freely available to you Mm -hmm. so you are not too far gone you can turn back to the lord you can do that immediately and if if you hear me and that resonates with you whether it's today or you know whatever a year from now or something uh, turn from your sin and repent and call on the lord and watch just watch god hear your voice and respond to your call because he loves you and he cares about you
0: and act mercifully. On yeah. Your behalf.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So two your parts today, maybe, we'll maybe be. we'll take tomorrow off, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, be, we'll be back tomorrow. And I think tomorrow we are going, where are we going to be tomorrow? We're going to be in second Samuel, uh, five and six and then first Chronicles 13 and 16. So we'll be back then. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today.
0: Psalm 106, praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty deeds of the Lord, or declare all his praise? Blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, when you show favor to your people. Help me when you save them, that I may look upon the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. Both we and our fathers have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedness. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, did not consider your wondrous works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled by the sea at the Red Sea. Yet he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make known his mighty power. He rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry, and he led them through the deep as through a desert." So he saved them from the hand of the foe and redeemed them from the power of the enemy. And the waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them was left. Then they believed his words and they sang his praise. But they soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel. But they laid a wanton craving in the wilderness. And they put God to the test in the desert. He gave them what they asked, but sent a wasting disease among them. When men in the camp were jealous of Moses and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord, the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan, and covered the company of Abiram. Fire also broke out in the company, the flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb, and worshipped a metal image. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Saviour, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. Therefore he said he would destroy them, had not Moses his chosen one stood in the breach before him to turn away his wrath from destroying them. Then they despised the pleasant land, having no faith in his promise. They murmured in their tents, and they did not obey the voice of the Lord. Therefore he raised his hand and swore to them that he would make them fall in the wilderness, and would make their offspring fall among the nations, scattering them among the lands." Then they yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor, and ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They provoked the Lord to anger with their deeds, and a plague broke out among them. Then Phinehas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stayed. And that was counted to him as righteousness from generation to generation forever. They angered him at the waters of Meribah, and it went ill with Moses on their account. For they made his spirit bitter." and he spoke rashly with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord commanded them, but they mixed with the nations and learned to do as they did. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They sacrificed their sons and daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood." Thus they became unclean by their acts, and played the whore in their deeds. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against his people, and he abhorred his heritage. He gave them into the hand of the nations, so that those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their power. Many times he delivered them, but they were rebellious in their purposes, and were brought low through their iniquity. Nevertheless, He looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. He caused them to be pitied by all those who held them captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory to your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise
1: the Lord. Psalm 107. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hunger and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and in irons, for they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed their hearts down with hard labor. They fell down with none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and he burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man, for he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they draw near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his words and healed them, and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man, and let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving, and tell of his deeds in songs of joy. Some went down to the sea in ships, doing business with the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to the heaven, and they went down to the depths. Their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men, and were all at their wits' end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven." Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people, and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turns rivers into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, a fruitful land into a salty waste because of the evil of its inhabitants. He turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water. And there he lets the hungry dwell, and they establish a city to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards, and get a fruitful yield. By his blessing they multiply greatly, and he does not let their livestock diminish. When they are diminished and brought low, through oppression, evil, and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes, and makes them wander in trackless wastes. But he raises up the needy out of affliction, and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and all wickedness shuts its mouth. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.